So everybody knows how I feel about our Christian contemporary music today. And I want to play, this is going to be a very short RLE. Uh, If I can get a round of applause, that would be great. Because I just want to play two quick videos. And it just solidifies how I feel about Christian contemporary music. And one is coming from a comedian, John Christ. And then the other one, which I found is a very, very old video. So the quality is not good. But I found this. And really a part of me, I wasn't shocked. So for anyone who is my age, I'm sure you're familiar with the singer Carmen. He has since passed away, I feel like a year ago. I forgot what he died of. And I was always really on the fence with him. Uh, being that his pastor was not biblically sound. He came from the Azusa Street movement and things of that nature. But then I found this little gem. And in listening to this gem, my jaw was on the ground. So that's all that I have to say in this introduction of this week's RLE. I'm going to play these two videos. One is about three minutes long. The other one is right about six minutes long. And uh, as always, I will make sure that I keep it fun and festive with the memes, because if not, I will probably break one of my computer monitors. Just kidding. I wouldn't be so violent to something that I need to do this. Anyway, folks, have an amazing rest of your day. And thank you so much for always participating and leaving comments on these RLEs. May this one be just as fun as all the rest. So I do want to say this, the comedy that John Christ gives, and it's, it's funny. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's hysterical. However, the reason I'm showing this is it just proves my point on how generic Christian music truly is, how the lyrics have nothing to do with God, but everything about us. And this comedic sketch that he did validates and proves and solidifies my point. So yes, is it funny? We're going to cut loose here and have a little fun, a little comic relief. Absolutely. But again, Christian music has nothing to do with God, but everything to do with self. That's why I like, I love, I, I love this community of faith that we have because we all kind of grew up together and we do a lot of weird stuff, but people don't know it's weird. We think it's normal, but it's not. And uh, like people brand new to church walk in, we're like, we're going to wash you in the blood. Or, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> <laughs> These Christian music stations, I love the Christian radio, but they're, they're funny in a way because they always play like, you ever, this is why I can't listen to Christian music anymore, okay? Because you, know, you ever been listening to a Christian radio station, you ever going through some kind of hardship or struggle or hard time, you hear a song that's for you. You ever been there? Thank you, Jesus. I needed this song. It spoke to you directly. You ever been there? So have I, but like in a different way, okay? <laughs> you ever been driving home? It's like three in the morning. You're on the way home from, you know, making some poor choices. And uh, <laughs> you pull around the corner, you see that 24-hour Taco Bell, like... Just in bumper-to-bumper traffic, just screaming at the guy in front of you, like, dude. I don't know how they know. They know what's going on in your life, always. I don't know what kind of witchcraft they got going on over there. (laughs) Me and my little brother, when I turned 16 years old, me and my little brother had a pact. He was 14, I was 16. We were going to sneak out of the house and go to Hooters. Me and my little brother. 
I was, I was a kid. Anyway, we, we, we pulled out. We drove into the parking lot like... My brother was scared to death. He's like, dude, let's get out of here. I was like, nah, let's go inside. No one's going to know. <laughs> One time I got rear-ended in traffic. I got rear-ended. I stepped out of the car and I was like... It's stupid, dude. I did. I was. I was got. I was, uh, got pulled over for speeding one time. I was pulled over, and uh, the cop came up to my window. I rolled it down, and I was just like, "I am guilty." Ashamed of what This guy, I don't know what happened. Now, he was back there. You know when they're back there for a long time? I'm about to get a huge ticket. It's not going to be good. i got to go to jail. I was thinking all these terrible thoughts. This guy comes back and lets me off with a warning. And I was like... Oh, y'all having a good time tonight, Corpus Christi? Brother Mario, there was a rumor many years ago that there was a song called The Witch's Invitation and that it dealt with an actual experience that you had encountered. Is that true? Absolutely true. Uh, I was doing a chapel service at ORU, and uh, the guest singer that day was Carmen. And he was at the piano, and Oral Roberts was there. Can you imagine? That was a crew that day. <laughs> and uh, so I was uh, about to preach, and Carmen sang a song, and then he decided to stay at the piano. And I began to tell the story of Isaac Bonwitz. Uh, he was called Isaac Horowitz in the video. But Isaac Bonwitz is a real person who was one of the only people to get an accredited Bachelor of Arts degree from UC Berkeley with a major in witchcraft. Hmm. And uh, he had a house with the walls painted black. He had every form of magic, witchcraft, sorcery. And uh, one day I met him on the streets. He had a full-length crepe uh, robe on, crepe uh, velvet, and he was carrying a human skull, and he had a sword. Well, that stands out. And he out. walked up. Yeah. <clears throat> he came out to, up to me, and he, he, I was witnessing on the streets of Berkeley, and he handed me his card, and he said, I'd like you to come visit me one day because I'd like to compare Christianity with witchcraft. So I, I took the card and it had strange artwork on it. And I laughed, went home, forgot about it. Then I got a letter, just like in the video that Carmen did. And that letter had the decorations on it and it said, I'd like to meet with you. And so I decided to crumple it up and throw it away in the wastebasket and it's the wad of paper was in the air. God said, I want you to go. Hmm. And that's when I went up to his house. It looked like the Adams family. <laughs> and I went through the gate went in and he put me in this overstuffed chair and he gave me some kind of tea with stuff floating on top of it. 
And so I avoided drinking it. And then he came out with a massive leather bound book and he was talking about all the people that he had cursed, people that he had used uh, incantations, potions and all this stuff. And then he came in front of the chair, put the leather bound book, closed it up, put it on my lap and then leaned on the arms and brought his face near mine. And he said, what can your God do hmm. that compares with this? I want to tell you, I got nothing. I had, <laughs> I was like, you know, I was a, a blank sheet of paper. And I looked up to God and I, I, I repented. I said, Lord, forgive me for being an embarrassment. And when I said that, the Holy Spirit came upon me. And God said, do not put me to a stupid test. And I, and the, the devil has as much potential to stand against God as an amoeba has to survive on the surface of the sun. Come on. And I sat there thinking, well, then what do you want me to compare? And that's when it downloaded. I just, I guess you leave me dumbfounded. I don't, I don't know where this is coming from. I looked at Isaac and I said, I'm not going to compare God and the devil. That's not a comparison, but I will compare you and me. And he looked at me kind of quizzically and I said, I'm going to compare you and I on the day we die. I'm going to put me in my deathbed and I want to imagine you in your deathbed. And I said, you look around these walls and you have made covenants with darkness. You've made so many agreements with so many devils and they all own markers. They have a right to you. You've given them that right. And on the day you die, they're going to come for you. And I wonder which of these things in this book you're going to say out loud to stop them. And I threw the book at it, literally. And I said, I know what I'm going to say. Satan, you cannot have me. I've been washed in the blood of Christ. I am saved by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. And he got so angry, he backed off and he was grabbing his the leather book like it was a security blanket. And he said, you must leave now. He said, you've <laughs> got to get out now. And he threw me out. And you know, he had wives. And one of his wives got saved. Really? And later, yeah, one of Isaac's wives got saved and she later contacted us and said that was the most terrifying experience of his life. And I love it the way Carmen added, he added his own line on the end. He said, next time think twice before you <laughs> rumble with a man God. <laughs> that didn't happen, but it looked good on the <laughs> That's amazing. I, I've never known that. It's always been a favorite of mine. And then of course you've always been one of my one of my favorite yeah. ministers and to put those two together it was, it was truly a dream come true. <laughs>